Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Downtown. Peckle Park. A new beginning. Let's go. Started back rocking the brown. Rockin the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Knocking them down. Baby said she want to go to the game. To the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. Padre gang. Started back rocking the brown. Rockin the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Knocking them down. Mitchell and Ness with the old school name. All of the homies holler Padre gang. Yeah, that's the- Good day, everybody. Welcome to episode 228 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden. Padres and the Dodgers are supposed to get underway later tonight for a three-game set at Petco Park, but we don't know if that's going to happen. The Padres have not made an announcement yet on if the game's going to be postponed or if it's going to be played. All they said on their Twitter, their social media channels, is that they're hopeful that the game's going to be played. They're still going to have whatever it was, Beer Fest, that's uh, in Gallagher Square. And you're allowed to bring umbrellas at a certain length. Um, That's all they said. There's been no firm announcement on if there's going to be a game or if there's not going to be a game. Let me quickly just give an update on that right out of the gate. So they said, well, we are currently, this was about an hour ago, while we are currently monitoring the weather forecast, we're hopeful to still play tonight's game as scheduled. First, pit, first pitch set for 6.40. Gates will open two hours prior at 4.40. Additional, additionally, we will host Beer Fest uh, in Gallagher Square. Raincoats and ponchos are, in, are encouraged. Uh, large umbrellas that, umbrellas that block sight lines for other fans will not be permitted but small collapsible umbrellas that will fit into a backpack or bag of the maximum allowed size are allowed. 
Padres reserve the right to ask guests to lower their umbrellas for the enjoyment of all guests. We appreciate your patience as we work through this rare weather event in San Diego. We will continue to provide updates as necessary throughout the day. So that's what they said. There's no, uh, again, there's no, you know, announcement yet on if the game's going to be played. Uh, I looked at the San Diego weather today, earlier this morning, and it's like 70% chance or something later tonight when the game's supposed to be played. So I would think that the game doesn't get played. Or maybe they try to start it. I don't think it would be smart to try to start it if you know it's just going to start raining. Uh, they do play the Dodgers again at home later this season in September here. So maybe they have a doubleheader on Sunday. Um, and then they have another doubleheader during the Dodgers series if they can't play today or tomorrow. Because I don't think the weather's that great tomorrow either. That's not why I'm doing this episode though. But I did want to start out with that update because I know... People are interested in that. Um, why I wanted to do this episode, obviously, was because of the new rule changes that have been announced by Major League Baseball today. And that is that there's going to be a ban of the shift. Two infielders have to be on each side of second base and on the infield dirt to start the play beginning next season. Um, there's going to be limiting the number of pickoff attempts. They're going to increase the base sizes from 15 to 18 square inches, uh, the pitch clock. So they're going to be, pitchers are going to have 15 seconds with empty bases to deliver the next pitch. They'll have 20 seconds with runners on to deliver the next pitch, or else the batter will be rewarded a ball. The batter has to be in the box um uh, with, I think, eight seconds left in the pitch clock, or else it will be an automatic strike for the pitcher. Uh, so there's there's some different rule changes here, and we will discuss that. If you have any thoughts on the rule changes, feel free here on YouTube to leave those in the comments. Um, but this was announced earlier this morning. Uh, I feel like it was like an hour ago. It was, there were four player representatives, Tyler Glasnow, Jack Flaherty, Whit Merrifield, and Austin Slater, who voted no on the pitch clock and the shift ban, but they were outvoted by six ownership representatives, John Stanton, Bill DeWitt, who's the Cardinals guy, Tom Werner, the Red Sox, Greg Johnson, Dick Monfort is the Rockies guy, Mark Shapiro, I believe is the president for the Blue Jays, and then there was one umpire, Bill Miller. Uh, so the owner representatives, those six that I named, and then the umpire, Bill Miller, they outvoted the four player representatives. So Major League Baseball won this rule change thing, and they're going to be implementing those changes. I did not get a chance to read the athletic article that was put out by Evan Drellich, but I did read the Jeff Passan article. It didn't really say uh, why... The Major League Baseball players don't want the shift um, to be banned. They don't want the pitch clock to be implemented. I assume that they don't want those to be implemented. We'll start with the pitch clock. One, because that's going to fool with probably a lot of closers, relievers that take their time. Um, and for batters that maybe they want to think about what they want to do before getting into the box. They don't want to feel rushed. They have to stay in the box, I believe. Uh, and they have to be inside the box when there's eight seconds left on that pitch clock. They don't want to feel rushed, pitchers and the batters. And then with the shift, pitchers are probably like, well, hey, look, the shift's working for us. 
if the batters can't hit the ball to third base, they can't lay down a bunt down the third baseline. That's their fault. Why are we changing the rules? You know, uh, my thoughts on the shift ban. You know, I could definitely understand the viewpoint of other people that say banning the shift is soft. I saw that a little bit on Twitter this morning. And I understand that because it's literally the argument about uh, that I just talked about. Batters, they're major league hitters, professionals. Okay, go find, you got to get better. Go adapt your approach. Go find a way to hit it the other way. You know, but that's easier said than done. Um, and some people think it's soft. Like, so because it's too hard to hit, um, you know, where the fielders aren't, so should we like ban different pitches now? Like they were they were taking it to extremes, you know. Um, I understand that argument and people that want to say, well, look, you should be able to put your fielders wherever the heck you want to put them. It's defense. But what I would say to that is, I think Major League Baseball wants more action. They want more hits, and I think without the shift, there's going to be more hits. You know. Um, I think those singles to right field that have been outs for the last few years, those are going to be hits now. And that's going to lead to more base runners and more action. And I think that's what Major League Baseball wants. I'm not as opposed to the shift as some people. Um, I mean, in high school, I know this isn't maybe a great comparison, but like in high school, there isn't really shifting going on. Uh, in college, there might be. Uh, there probably is. But usually it's two on each side. And they can still shift. You just can't have three guys on the same side of the infield. And you have to be on the infield third. So if you want, uh, I don't know, Cronenworth and let's say the rule is implemented this year. I know it's next year. But let's say it was implemented this year and you have Will and Cronenworth, first and second base. If you want to put Cronenworth barely on the right side, if we're facing second base, you want to put Crony barely on the right side of second base and you want to put Will well off the bag, you can do that. That's fine. You can shift that way, but you just can't have uh, Cronenworth go into shallow right. You know, you can't have Manny like last year be running down balls in the right center or excuse me, the right field corner in Arlington. You know, so I'm I I like having two guys on each side. I don't think um, that they need to have both feet on the dirt. I I think that's kind of dumb. I do like, though, having limits on how many people should be on each side of the field, you know, because uh, you do want to have, I don't know, I, I just, I think I just got tired, I guess, maybe, maybe this is just me, I just got tired of Padres, you know, hitting lasers right up the middle, and they're outs. That could still happen now, because someone could be standing one foot to the right of second base and still be following the rules at shortstop, right? Um, so that could still happen, but also like hitting a laser into right field for a hit. Oh, wait, Jake Cronenworth standing right there. You know, I'm sure that's frustrating for other teams, you know, and obviously I'm fine with it when it works out for the Padres, but there's been some times as well where it doesn't work out for the Padres and you have someone hitting a laser into right field and I don't know, Max Muncy's standing there. Boom. He's out. That's, that's a hit. You know, um, I, I totally understand people that have the argument you should be able to put the defenders wherever you want. 
You know, that's the batter's fault for not being able to lay down a bunt down the third baseline or hit it the opposite way. But baseball's hard, you know. I think Major League Baseball has the right intentions with the shift ban and the pitch clock. I, I definitely like the pitch clock. I think they have the right intentions for that as well. I understand that players probably would be opposed to this, especially veterans. Like, I want to take my time. Kenley Jansen was probably like, no, I'm taking my time. Or Blake Snell. Uh, they're limiting pickoff attempts, by the way. Let me scroll down to see the pickoff attempt. Uh, pitchers will be limited to two pickoff moves per plate appearance. If they try to pick off a third time, they can, but if it's unsuccessful, then it will be a balk, and the runner can just move to the next base. So Blake Snell, sometimes he throws over like three or four times in an at-bat. Can't do that anymore. He could be frustrated with that. I'm sure some players will be frustrated with that that aren't ready to deliver the pitch to the mound. Um, but, look, we're trying to increase the pace of the game here, right? I know that football, right, I don't think the pace of play is ridiculously fast in football. For some reason, There's that's easily the most popular sport in America. They have timeouts all the time. They have, um, you know... 45 or however many seconds in between plays, 30 seconds, whatever the clock is, you know? I don't hear people complaining about that, but people want to complain about pickoff moves and uh, batters taking a while to get in the box. Sometimes it can be annoying, but I, I don't understand that. Like some people, they just don't like baseball, so they want to pick up, they want to pick apart any little thing in baseball. But in football, they're fine for sitting there for three hours. Uh, and, you know, having these long halftime shows and having timeouts all over the place. You just don't like baseball, you know. But getting back to the time clock, I understand that. In terms of the dead time in between pitches, I understand that. Uh, but for any fans that, you know, want to be mad at, oh, there's too many mound visits and all that, it's like, they are doing it for strategic reasons. There's a bunch of timeouts in the NBA. I don't hear people complaining about that. There's timeouts in the NFL. I don't hear people complaining about that. You know, um, But getting back to the banning the shift, the pitch clock, I'm fine with the shift being banned. I, I, the one thing I would, I guess, change is the infielders having to have two feet on the infield. If you want to play... You know, have your second baseman a few feet into the outfield. I think that should be fine. I under I I don't really like having you know a full infield on the right side of the infield when Joey Gallo's up or something. But I think you should be able to at least if you're going to have two fielders on each side of second base, you should at least have allow them to have some wiggle room with where they want to stand on that side of second base and not have to have your feet on the infield, you know, when the pitch is delivered. I, I think that's a little too far, but I'm fine with the shift, the pitch clock. I'm definitely fine with speeding up the game. Um, okay. Dead time in between. Okay. The mound visits in the ninth inning, if you've ran out of your mound visits starting next year, you're going to get an additional mound visit. If you haven't run out of your five allotted mound visits, you don't get an additional one. You just, because you have at least one in that ninth inning, so it's fair for both sides. 
I guess I'm okay with that. But you know that people teams are going to use the five mound visits in the first eight innings now because you they know that they're going to get the six mound visit in the ninth, right? You're getting an extra mound visit. Might as well use the first five in the eight in the first eight innings, right? Uh, so you're definitely going to see that used next year, that sixth additional mound visit in the ninth inning. So that's interesting. Bases increasing from 15 to 18 square inches. Major League Baseball trying to do this to limit the collisions around the bases, shorten the distance, I guess, between the bases. I don't know how much of an effect that's going to have on stolen bases. I know that there are bang-bang plays. It's probably going to have more of an effect on like those doubles down the line, a guy sliding into second base, and it's a boom-boom play, right? That's. I think it's going to have more of an effect there where the runner could be safe instead of out. Stolen bases, like there's just not many teams that steal a ton of bases, and I don't think you know, making the bases bigger by three square or three inches around, right? Because that's what it is. That's not going to, I don't think that's going to make teams all of a sudden want to have everyone stealing bases. I think you're going to see it more on guys or more on plays where they try to take an extra base and they would have been out, but now they're barely safe. And hopefully, you know, there isn't, injuries with the bigger base at first base look i don't i don't know how much that's going to affect that i would have actually to be honest i would have actually been fine with the kind of softball bases having the runner lane base and then having the fielder base you want to limit collisions there you go i would have been fine with that uh it doesn't change anything on doubles or anything i, I would be fine with that and on replays, you could have an angle to make sure um, that the fielder has the ball before the runner hits that red base, if that's what happens. Like, I would have been fine with that. Uh, but that's not what they're doing. They're just making the base bases first, second, and third a little bit bigger. And I already talked about the shift. already talked about the pitch clock. Again, if anyone has any thoughts, let me know here. In the comments, Desert Punk says, just looking at how many ground outs are attributed to the shift on the Padres alone tells me for sure it would put more runners in play. I agree. And I think that's why part of the reason why Major League Baseball is doing this. They want more action. And I don't blame them. Because, yeah, they're, they're for the casual fan, right, they're trying to attract more fans. And how do you be a fan of baseball? First, it's probably being like a casual fan or putting on a game on a weekend or something there's more action if there's 15 seconds between pitches when no one's on base 20 when guys are on base you feel like there's more consistent action guys aren't you know taking swings multiple swings outside of the batter's box there it feels like you're engaged the whole time right so i like that i'm just trying to see i don't want to miss any other news here Already talked about the mound visits, the base sizes, pitch clock. So with the clock, right? So minor league baseball, they have been testing this out. And according to Jeff Passan, minor league game times have consistently clocked in at under two hours and 30 minutes this year. I think minor league, or excuse me, AAA games, I think are a little over two hours and 30 minutes. Major league games are like over three hours. So they're cutting down on time pretty significantly. And so I think that's good news for 
especially a lot of fans, you know, that have to get up in the morning and go to work. You know, you get out maybe a half hour early. We all love baseball, but there are times where, uh, you know, it's a 6-1 game. I'm a dired fan. I want to stay up for it. But I do also want to go to bed and get a good, you know, night's sleep. Uh, and so I'm, I'm sure a half an hour is probably big for a lot of fans. I'm not, I don't know if that's going to take place at the major league level. I think there's going to be some kinks to work out, obviously. I don't know how they're going to enforce it totally with the infielders and stuff with, you know, two guys on each or two guys on each side you can force, but the infielders having their feet on the infield dirt before each play or as the pitch is being delivered. Like, I don't know how they're going to enforce that every time, or I don't know how they're, is the umpire going to be looking down the left field line at the pitch clock? Cause that's where it is at Petco. Is the home plate umpire going to be looking down the left field line, see the eight seconds, and Manny's not ready in the box, and he's going to say, time, 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 every single time? I'm not so sure about that. So I don't know how much these things are going to be enforced, but I think we're going to get used to it. I don't think we're going to notice it after probably the first month or so of the season because guys are going to get into the groove of it. Um, and I think it will cut down on game time, definitely. I don't know how how much it's going to cut down on it, but... I'm glad that it will cut down on it. The dead time. Like, I love baseball. I love the nine innings. I love sometimes the, those 18-inning games. But I, I will admit um, that, yeah, there, there's dead time in games. And sometimes when Blake Snell's struggling on the mound and he's picking off four times in an at-bat, yeah, that gets annoying. And now he can't do that. You know, it's two times. And three times, if he doesn't do it successfully, then it's a balk. I like those little things. I know I did say earlier, uh, you know, how I, I don't really notice a lot of fans complaining about timeouts and dead time in the NFL or in the NBA or anything. Um, with just being at an NFL game, I haven't been there in years, obviously. I was at the last Charger game, and there's, or going at, to an SDSU college football game. There's just so many timeouts, and sometimes they're long timeouts. But I don't hear anyone complaining about that, but people want to complain about mound visits and stuff like that. I know I just, I know I said that earlier, and now I'm saying, no, I like cutting out the dead time. What I mean by that is I like cutting out the dead time of guys taking extra, swing, extra swings out of the batter's box. And, um, you know, pitchers standing there, you know, off the mound, just standing there, right? Stuff like that. Uh, the mound visits, I'm fine with. Like, that's just a part of baseball. If you don't like it, then don't watch the game, right? Um, but I, I do think it's an interesting talking point, I guess, you know, with the dead time in different sports compared to baseball. I think baseball is just sometimes you do have to be more patient, I guess, than other sports. And I don't know. I, I like going to baseball games more in person than other sports, I guess I would say. I don't know. I know that went way off of, I guess, the, you know, the rule changes for 2023, but I'm curious for people's thoughts on that. Mill says, I'm glad because Padres are always hitting into the shift. Yeah, I brought that up earlier. It feels, you know, whenever the Padres hit into the shift, it's like, dang, the shift. 
I hope they ban that. Well, it's going to happen next year. But when other teams hit into the shift and Crony's standing right there, you know, a laser to right field and it's just a one-hop ground out, we're like, yay, that's great. I kind of laugh. Um, so it'll be interesting. I think Joey Gallo is going to benefit benefit from the shift, obviously. He seems like a lot of, of liners you know, pulled that are probably going to be hits now. Who else would benefit a lot from it? I feel like Manny, there's been a lot of line drives that he's hit this year that have been just outs. I feel like a lot of Padres, to be honest. It feels like there's been a lot of times where line drives and they end up being outs. Some of those this year have been like line drives up the middle, so that probably won't change because you can literally have someone right next to second base. As long as they're on the left side or right side of second, it's fine. So they can stand up the middle pretty much, technically, I think. So I don't know if that's going to change, but you know the liners to right field when a lefty's up, those are going to be probably singles now. And I like that. Because they hit it hard. You know, they, I guess technically they did their job, right? They smashed the ball, but they don't get rewarded for it, right? By the way, the, I already talked about, my bad, never mind. I already talked about the four player representatives who voted no against it and the owners and the umpire that outvoted the players. Uh, but yeah, those are pretty much the rule changes. The Players Association released a statement after this saying players live the game day in and day out. On-field rules and regulations impact their preparation, performance, and ultimately the integrity of the game itself. Player leaders from across the league were engaged in on-field rules negotiations throughout the, through, excuse me, through the competition committee, and they provided specific and actionable feedback on the changes proposed by the commissioner's office. Major League Baseball was unwilling to meaningfully address the areas of concern that players raised, and as a result, players on the competition committee voted unanimously against the implementation of the rules covering defensive shifts and the use of a pitch timer. So it seems like they were okay with like the bigger bases and stuff, but they didn't want the they didn't want the pitch clock. They did not want the shifts, uh, and that's probably because I'm sure a lot of that's the pitchers saying you need batters just need to be able to hit it where we're not playing you know that's not fair to us and some you know pitchers and hitters saying no we played our whole careers without a timer now you just want to put a timer on us like that's not what baseball is so some players don't want it it seems obviously it's feels like most players didn't want it but you got to adjust rules are rules and you're they're gonna have to adjust um i don't know how many players didn't want the runner on second and extra innings or, you know, other rules like that. But guess what? They've had it. They've had to adjust. And that's that. So that's what's going to happen here with the rule changes and all that. Um, so that's pretty much the episode. Let me check on Twitter just to see if there's any more news. This episode, by the way, is brought to you by Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Gaglionbros.com is their website. They're located on Friars Road, inside Snapdragon Stadium, and inside Petco Park. Um, so feel free if you've not tried those out already. Cheesesteaks, garlic fries, cheesesteak fries, regular fries, cheese fries. They're great. Uh, so I really recommend you to check those out. 
Uh, I'm just trying to see. I don't see any other updates. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't see any other updates on any rule changes or anything like that. If you want the stuff written out, like rule changes and all that, gaslampball.com, I have an article out on that. Uh, but that's going to do it. Episode 228, Talking for Hours podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden. Thank you so much for tuning in live on YouTube or on replay or on the podcast platforms. Thank you so much. Go Padres. Hopefully there's a game tonight. If there is, I'll have the pregame show. And then I'll talk to you then. All right. See you.